I hope it's Fievel and he just stands over him and helps the succubus beat the shit out of <laughs> Do you think the succubus is going to beat the shit out of him now? She's going to suck the fucking life out of him. You're going to suck something, all right. Mm, not what you want. I hope it's my butt. <laughs> is that how you think that works? Yeah. Well, then you're going to be unpleasantly surprised, my friend, because it's about to get way worse than that. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dicey D20. My name is Noah, Dungeon Master, and I am joined here by our players. The feature presentation of our downtime in the fourth installment of his little quest. He's always got to make, make it about him. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. He's the most important because I have an extra episode. That's rich coming from you, Tyson McKay. You're pretty... What? <laughs> <laughs> I've it's never like the, once made any episode about me. It's like the pot <laughs> calling the kettle black or whatever that saying is. That's racist. <laughs> okay, I don't know if it's racist, but... I mean, it's certainly a little bit... I mean, it's, it's not very... Buzzfeed, get in here. <laughs> <laughs> we have Rogar Ragnak. Future presentation of the downtime. I'm down. I need help. Everyone help me, please. Sending positive thoughts and prayers your way. <laughs> Tyson's uh, thinking about you. We are also joined by Tyson McKay. Hello. Yeah, and uh, Fievel Mausenthrov. Yo. Yo, right, hey. Yeah, Is that yo. your hip slang? Yeah. Yo. Is so, e? so saying hi? Just say yo to everyone. Yo, yo. And then they don't know whether you're talking about the yo-yos or saying hi to them. Dude, I don't know. I don't think yo-yos are a thing anymore, are they? Every 90s kids will remember this. <laughs> Man, you can um, work for BuzzFeed, dude. <laughs> okay. Yeah, a, I'm quitting. This was I was bringing BuzzFeed up. because I obviously was... didn't see the episode of Recess where Gretchen Grenley is a fucking master yo-yo person. Every time she walks, she walks no, we the dog. We obviously missed that. Yeah. Walks the dog. Yeah. I remember She yo-yos that. her shoes and it looks like she's walking the dog. Fucking took my breath away. Okay, let's get started. <laughs> These tangents. <laughs> So as Rogar Ragnak so aptly pointed out, he's currently down and needing help. Please. Where we left off, ladies and gentlemen, Rogar Ragnak somewhat, well, he, he busted his way through the gate to the estate of a one Sebastian Bardis, the heir and That's kind me. of the, 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 the now head of the Bardis fortune and family. They're a very wealthy mining family. He was on the hot trail of a succubus. And when he entered, obviously kind of confronted her after some long deliberation they sat down had a drink he asked peepers the <laughs> the butler if you mean he could pebbles? speak with him in private his name is peepers man peepers. Uh, and after speaking in private he had peepers kind of distract bardis at that point he then engaged with the succubus in a uh, in a pretty I sexual thought, you know, yeah, sexual. sexually charged fight yeah you know there's just tackling going on everywhere and we just flipping it over and over again <laughs> Rogar was rock hard all the game <laughs> <laughs> uh, this made things awkward I could feel yeah. it across the table <laughs> well if you thought it was awkward during the fight it's certainly more awkward now as the succubus Nomura her pale skin dark eyes sharp and fanged like teeth with her wings Still outstretched, they are torn slightly as Rogar Ragnar kind of grew claws and then yeah. and mauled her. Her right arm is somewhat limp as it's been attacked critically by Rogar, but she leans over his body. Rogar's breathing, shallow, 
That's the opposite of shallow. <laughs> okay, so Namora looks to Rogar Ragnak and she says, Are you ready? ready this is my go. first time. <laughs> I'm a virgin. <laughs> I dare you to say I'm a virgin. <laughs> no, I'm not going to say that. <sighs> no one uh, says I'm a virgin. <laughs> no, that's embarrassing. <clears throat> you know, I'll say I'm ready for whatever it is as I'm dying for a good cause. Are she you? said, Your death will be in vain. I'll have what I came for. Okay. <laughs> Man, you do such a good job of driving the plot forward, I'll tell you that right now. You know, most characters, you know, they hear what I say, they're like, oh, I'm not, no, but you, man, you're on a whole nother level. What's next? <laughs> she begins to know. lean close to your lips, and you can feel her draining kiss about to begin as her lips begin to touch yours softly at first. As you begin to feel, uh, you're down, so you really can't take any actions or do anything. Can he use tongue? Can he use tongue? Uh, Yeah, he just open mouths, just starts his tongue wildly. (laughs) (laughs) This was my plan all along. (laughs) First base, second base, third base, fourth base. Wouldn't it damage her since she's kissing me because I have acid in my mouth? you, You already used your acid today. Your mouth isn't just constantly doused in acid, if that's what oh, you mean. I thought wow. it was. Boy, was I misled. Yeah, wow. I was misled big yeah. time. <laughs> she begins, and you can feel your life force beginning to fade before suddenly there's a loud bang, and she quickly, her head snaps up, and she looks towards the entranceway to oh the... God, it's Orin. I knew it. <laughs> she, she literally looks to, hasn't... <laughs> looks towards the entrance to this parlor room that you're in, standing on the last few steps of the very large um, banister and staircase, which kind of extends to the top floor, there is a man standing in a full set of shining armor. (gasps) Tyson McKay steps (laughs) down. (laughs) He has a very large halberd with a pointed tip. And this armor looks, uh, even by uh, the standards of this, of Norian and the world that you're in, it looks like it's from a different era, so somewhat older. And and quite shiny, it doesn't look like it's really been used at all. It looks like it's an immaculate shape. The voice from underneath the helm is somewhat muffled as he says, Get off of him, you whore! And he begins to run towards at blinding speed. Okay, it's now initiatives. The knight with a 16 plus 1, but Nomura with a 4 plus Ooh. three between now initiatives between this succubus and this knight in shining armor. So that means the get knight's going to get, get to go first. <laughs> the knight is currently 35... Yes, currently 35 feet away. So with his movement speed, he's actually able to get to her and attack with the halberd. So as she kind of is oh in the process God. of standing up from your lifeless Reach. body, he thrusts forward into her stomach with his very long halberd with a net 20. Oh, oh my god. god. With this a guy's way 20. better than you. <laughs> <laughs> He's a vet, okay? Man, I wanted him to do well, but with a nat 20, he stabs through Nomura's stomach and she lets out like a, a gasp, like a... <gasps> as she's struck... Yeah, you like that, that sound effect? It's pretty <laughs> fucking good, I thought. You like that, Nomura? Okay, he is two-handing it, so we are going to be rolling a oh. d10 here. Oh boy. With an eight... Oh my okay. god. Plus his proficiency. Well, actually, has no proficiency, believe it or not. So wow. it's uh, just eight times two. Ooh. So Namora wow. takes 16 damage, and the halberd is ripped back. Some black blood just spilling from her stomach. She oh, kind of grasps face. it with her good hand, 
but she now realizes that she has this whole new entire fight to kind of to fight here. So she quickly lunges and tries to slash at the knight's armor. So we're going to roll a d20 for that. With an 8 plus ah, 5. 8 plus 5. That is not enough to penetrate the armor, though her nails do rake against it. Rogar Ragnak, I'm going to need you to roll me a death saving throw, please. Dun dun. Dun dun. That's a 10. Okay, awesome. So you are one step closer to life, my friend. Woo! Don't go towards the light this time. (laughs) The knight responds in kind. He kind of, and now that you kind of watch it a little bit more, Rogar, he looks almost clumsy with this, as though he was super lucky with the first strike, because he kind of, like, whips it overhead and then tries to, like, lasso strike her with the halberd. I mean, mean, it's a long-reach weapon, so it's not exactly a bad tactic. Just doesn't look like he's used to doing this. With a 12, plus no proficiency... Your boy is definitely not hitting as Nomura easily sidesteps it, and she returns in kind with a slash. You know what it happens, okay? <laughs> this, t- <laughs> this time with an 18 plus 5, she lands a strike in the crease of the elbow where the armor doesn't exactly cover, and you hear this voice go, Oh, golly, Dosh! <laughs> <laughs> Who is this guy? <laughs> Tyson wouldn't say that. I don't think it's Tyson. Alright, so Diego? this knight in shining armor takes... Five slashing damage. And he's Rogar, down. <laughs> <laughs> he's completely down. No, no, we're going to need Rogar Ragnak to roll a uh, death saving throw here. It's a 10 again. Let's go. Wow. Okay, one step closer <laughs> really, to life, my friend. Really, really riding the line. I was about to say, yeah, really threading the needle on what he exactly needs on these rolls. Okay, another stab towards Namora's chest from the knight in shining armor, this time with a 16 plus 0. He does land the hit barely. My man! And this time with a 10 on his damage, he will land oh. 10 damage. Gosh darn, golly gee. Yeah. <laughs> golly gee, I hit her. Is it peepers? I hope so. Okay. Some badass knight butler. Namora is going to strike back with another slash. With a 17 plus 5, she lands another strike, this time in the upper collarbone, and she will be doing 8 damage. Damn. Death saving throw, please, Rogar Ragnar. Let's go. That's a 20, not 20. Holy shit. All right, Rogar Ragnar, you are up, and you have one health point. (gasps) Yes. Death saving throw was your action, so... You cannot do anything this turn. If you'd like to just kind of play dead for another turn, probably a smart move. Sure, I'll play dead. All right. The knight in shining armor, wielding the halberd, is going to go in for another strike. This time, with an eight, he is unsuccessful in landing a hit on Namora, who viciously attacks with a slash, but with a four, plus five, a nine, she is not able to penetrate that armor, bringing us to Rogar Ragnak. No penetration. Um, I'm going to heal myself. Oh my god, be more of a girl about it. (laughs) I mean, I'm a little bit disappointed. Three, so that's five health back right there. Well, six, technically. Six. Our knight isn't given up yet, though he does look exhausted at this point. So he's actually going to be rolling at disadvantage, because you can just see he's kind of out of breath, and it's not like he's really used to doing this kind of... Okay, with a nat one. Oh Oh, god. Okay. Uh, He cleaves your leg off. (laughs) (laughs) I just got back (laughs) Namora cleave or he uh, he tries to cleave at her with the halberd, but Namora grabs it mid air, okay, and then grabs him by the throat and kind of begins to like crush the small collar bit of the medieval armor that he has on, and you can hear him kind of gasping for breath. It's now her turn, so she is going to slash deeply, but unfortunately. She yes. is unable to do that. 
<clears throat> even with advantage. So she's just kind of holding him in place. <laughs> you can hear him kind of gasping for breath. It is now Rogar Ragnak's turn. I get up and go to stab her. With what? My claws. Uh, I don't know if your claws would still be there after you went down. I think you would have kind of reverted. Yeah, I think it's been eight turns. Seven turns. Um, Whatever. You could just tackle her. You're eight yeah, I feet from her. her. Yeah, I'm going to go up and tackle her. Okay, roll me a strength check, please. So 14 plus 5. Yeah, you could have no. pretty much almost done anything because she rolled a 2. So you tackle <laughs> her out of the way, and the knight kind of brings his hands up to his uh, to his throat, you know, obviously being choked out a little bit there, just gasping for breath. Turns him on. Tackled the Mora to the side, and uh, you guys are both tumbling to the ground. It is now the knight's turn, though, but he's just going to fall to his knees, kind of exhausted and trying to gasp for breath. He starts stop to kind of like... Stop on her, stop on her. Pull the collar... <laughs> away from the armor that he's wearing, bringing us to Nomura, who is going to savagely try and slash you. Oh no, well she can't because she's grappled. Yeah, she's going to yeah. try and grapple out of it, so if you could roll me a strength check, that would be fantastic. 16 plus 5, let's go. Okay, well with a 7 minus 1, she does not get out of the grapple. <laughs> Hold her! <laughs> what would you like to do? Can I like Sacred Flame or like blast her in the face? Well, you're grappled with her. Dude, we literally had this conversation last yeah, time. I think we had this last time. I'm surprised that you <laughs> you don't remember any of it. I guess you were stressed last session. Yeah, yeah it was very just, stressed. Just slam her against the ground. And like headbutt her. Can it, yeah, can you, you can headbutt her. Oh, okay. I'll allow that. I'm going to go for a headbutt then. <laughs> a bit unorthodox, but I like it. It's a 14 plus 5. Oh, shit. Right, so you headbutt her, uh, and her <laughs> head kind of slams against the, the wooden uh, floor. <laughs> Can you roll me for damage? We're gonna... I don't even know what I'd do for a head, but to be honest, part of me wants to just go, like, coin toss, 50-50, mm-hmm. one or two. So, yeah, it's a one. So you do one damage, kind of bashing her in the head. Boom! I like that. Okay. <laughs> uh, it is now the knight's turn, who kind of... He staggers to his feet. Stagger! Grabbing at you your the halberd, and he grabs the halberd from the ground and slowly begins to, like, stumble towards where you two are. Oh, God. <laughs> Can I tell him to grab my spear? No, he's already got his halberd, man. Oh, damn it. He's pretty heavy. He's, he's, he's set on doing this. <laughs> Stab her, kill her, finish her, please. Well, he just, he picked up his halberd on his turn, so he can't. Namora is going to try and wrestle with you, to try and pin you down so she can do her draining kiss. Can you please roll me a strength check? It's a 17 plus 5. Holy, oh, the boy. are good. Okay, even her 18 minus 1 <laughs> does not beat Ooh, that. So close. she's unable to get out from underneath you. Kind of heavy, right? Even though she's pretty strong. It is now your turn. What would you like to do? Yes, I'll go for another head, but don't really have a... Or could you, like, roll her over so that he can have a better hit at her? Like, advantage? That would be smart. Okay, I guess I'll do that. And then you don't <laughs> you have, don't have to, to do that. You I was just explaining. You want. <laughs> Well, I mean, how hard can it be to stab her in the face if I'm holding her down? Start eating well, her Because you're hair. over top of her, you dumb fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? I guess, but, like, my head's not blocking her head. Like, I could you just lean back a bit and he could stab her. Do you know how grappling works? Okay, you know what? Yeah, I mean, that's fine, too. I guess, like, you could kind of move back and he could, like... It's I, a big... It's like a halberd, right? Yeah, yeah. like, I picture okay. him... I mean, he is coming towards your feet, right? He's not on the other side of you, so you'd have to kind of walk all the way around and then stab her in the head, but he could he do that. He doesn't seem stable with yeah. this thing. That's, that's my point. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll flip her over. Uh, so, roll me a strength check, please. This will be a grapple. 
that's a 9 plus 5. Yeah, so enough to beat her 14 minus 1. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Perfect. So you pull her over, okay, and she is currently on top of you. She seems a little confused as to why you're getting her in this position, right? Because obviously this is advantageous for her because Love, I mean, she, can do her dra- <laughs> <laughs> she can do her draining kiss. Our knight in shining armor is going to add advantage, strike down with his halberd. Nice. And with a 17 yes. plus oh, zero on the proficiency, he stabs through her chest. You can actually see the spike of the halberd pierce down and through oh, her. God. And like ah. it stops inches from your own chest in your own armor. Deeper! First of all, I'd like to congratulate you on defeating the succubus. You gain yes. eleven hundred experience points. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> That's it? (laughs) So, uh, Namora's eyes go wide. Shocked, she falls limp on top of you. Not with enough force for the halberd, obviously, to do you any damage. You are wearing armor. And uh, you kind of, like, peer out from underneath her hair and her body. And the knight pulls his armor off. It is indeed Peeper's butler. Oh my god. Now you grab him and you say, she was about to kiss me, you piece of shit. (laughs) Peppers. There will be no succubus in my house. Not on my my watch. God, you beautiful man. (laughs) So he looks to you, he pushes the halberd to the side, kind of moving Namora's body off you, and he thrusts his hand forward and he says, no, you're the beautiful man. (laughs) <laughs> wow, you get the ladies and the guys. Wow, look at you go. She's like, what happened to Sebastian? <laughs> I shake his hand and I say, uh, "Well, he's blind." Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> thank you. I, uh, yeah, I'll let him pull me up. I thank him for saving my life. He says, "No, no, my family has served with great distinction in the Bardis home for generations, and you, you have kept me in a job. Ooh. It was the least I could do." Wow. Wow. <laughs> Alright. Wow. You're, you're welcome then. Yeah. Well, I already thanked him. You're welcome for saving me. <laughs> <laughs> Say perhaps okay. we should uh, wake up Sir Bardis from his nap. <laughs> okay, so he uh, he looks over to Sir Bardis, who's currently passed out on the floor from when he struck him <laughs> with his shield. He goes, it might be best if you take off. I'm not saying he won't be thankful, but he certainly won't be thankful right now. <laughs> okay. I, uh, I thank him again. I say we should uh, should meet up again and go out for uh, on an adventure. Or We should have coffee sometime. Yeah, that too. <laughs> now you listen here, Knight of the New Moon. I am no adventurer, just a man protecting his home. I say, well, I'll make sure that the people of Ryberry know who has helped me slain the beast. I'm going to pick up her body Mm -hmm. and grab my spear and my shield as well. So you throw your shield on your back, or I guess you can kind of hold your shield, but you can throw your spear on your back and then kind of have firemen's carry her her out of there. Yeah. But regardless, the last thing, so Peepers did say, I wonder why she was here. I'd tell him on the way out. I should have let you die. I'm not sure, but I'm glad it's one less thing we have to worry about. Well, we should meet again. And certainly once... Sir Bardis has come to his senses. I'm sure he will invite you to the home, or perhaps a dinner of some sort. Another dinner? <laughs> what? <laughs> you didn't have a one dinner. Yeah, you, you didn't have one. one di- you had drinks. Oh my gosh, they really do. 
Would it kill anyone to play a smart character for you? <laughs> <laughs> it's not part of my rule, okay? Okay. So you have her body over your shoulder, and you are now standing at the doorway. Peepers thrusts the door open, and he says, Until next time, great night. Fix your gate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you fixed your gate, you wouldn't have a succubus problem. <laughs> Gates keep them out. <laughs> I shake his hand, I say, until next time. All right, uh, so you've made a friend of Peepers, who is uh, the butler, the head butler, I should say, at the Vargas Estates. You head out into the night, and for everyone except for Rogar Ragnak, just an interesting little bit of scenery. Right after Peepers says, I wonder what she was here for, and your boy says, I wonder too, and maybe we won't have to worry about it anymore, our camera angle pans out, to a small room, what looks oh like a God. study, inside the mansion, the Bardis estate. And on one of the shelves, amongst other types of antiquities, tribal masks from various lands, different books of very old editions, there's a small golden box, and kind of a, a hum emanates from it before we move on and back Tyson to runs. Tyson runs there. <laughs> no, no, no. You can't go back because you don't know. There's no gate. I'm getting in here. I'm going to have to break another gate. I haven't you done can't, my downtime. You I can't act on this. Beevil's <laughs> downtime is going to get <laughs> None of you can act on it because you don't know. It was just a little interesting bit of information for our listeners who are super keen into the lore. So you're yeah, walking now, off into the yeah, distance. Yeah, yeah. Just disappoint me, Noah. <laughs> you know I what? Mean, I'd like to Tyson turn McKay, back. In confidence, I'll tell you what it's all about. Okay, would that make you happy? So, heading back in the night, the crickets chirping in the countryside. You head back to Ryberry. Cricket. And, <laughs> thanks, man. Yeah, if I could have Tyson McKay role play the crickets, please, that would be fantastic. Cricket. <laughs> Cricket. Okay. I think that's more than enough. Oh, God, there's a mouse. (laughs) Mouse, mouse. I just say the animal name. (laughs) Head to Ryberry, and you are currently at the gates of the city. But it is still dark, still nighttime, and there are the two guards um, who are standing atop the battlements, right? So there are little towers on either side of the gate. As you approach, the first guard, role-played by Fievel Mausenthrov, says... Who's gonna refill this flagon? <laughs> I thought you were French. Okay. Yeah, you're French. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so then our second guard says to Rogar Ragnak. Uh, well, first I turn to Travis Four and I say, "I don't think you should be drinking on the job, man." <laughs> what? <laughs> I was unaware of this. I don't know what my wife sees in you. <laughs> <laughs> Who goes there? <laughs> hey, yeah, who's that? <laughs> uh, <laughs> is that a body on his shoulder? God, let me talk. Who's please? dead? <laughs> <laughs> I tell him, remember that head you wanted from the succubus? I don't know if Travis 4 remembers anything. He's uh, pretty drunk right now. Well, how about you? <laughs> I just don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so we made it an agreement on getting ahead of a succubus, and now I have the body, and you don't want it now. I mean, now that it's here, it's kind of gross, and it smells. You let me in. I I need to. I need to talk to the knights, please. Is, is, is the head trash outside? Is the head still attached to the body? Yes. Well, we're you gonna need carry, you to carry the I, whole body. I told you I would need to bring the body back. 
to the night to the new moon first and then I'd give you the oh, head. Boy. We we shook on it. Shook what? My dick? <laughs> sure. <laughs> no, uh, that was my wife. <laughs> yeah, I was about to make a wife joke, but I wanted to leave it for you. <laughs> well, well, I mean, we'll have to cover it up a little bit. You can't just go prowling through the streets, scare all the, the poor homeless. Yeah. We'll have to escort you there. Okay. Sounds good. So okay. they open the gate for you, and you come inside, and <laughs> these two guards are just going to, I guess, abandon their posts and watch you to the next <laughs> Jordan! Jordan! Watch the door! We're escorting this night of the new moon over to the to the headquarters with this body. Okay, so the knight named Jordan <laughs> says... Okay, <laughs> and, uh, he he takes watch. Yeah, man, a, man, a few words that one. <laughs> I love that you call him Jordan. What a name. Okay, <clears throat> not exactly the Michael the name is I his first name. But... Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so Michael Jordan is currently watching the gates <laughs> to the city as the the guard whose wife is sleeping with the other guard and the they, guard who's sleeping with his wife. They call me Sir Cuculus. <laughs> Probably a better way of saying that, but you guys are headed to uh, headed to the Knights of the New Moon. Okay, so walking through the city streets, it takes you no more than a few minutes, especially considering there's not many people out and about on the streets, and you walk through the streets. Anything that you guys would like to converse about? Would you like to say on your way there? So where'd you get that body? <laughs> uh, a him from the Bardis estate. Bardis, eh? The mining guy. Yeah. <laughs> he was... Uh, He's about to marry the succubus, believe it or not. Oh, so you killed her, eh? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. The body, <laughs> the body seems pretty mangled uh, in the necrophilia, you know? Is that what happened here? Trippies 4, we're not always all into your kinky ways, okay? Oh, of course, yes. I'd be worried about your wife if he's into necrophilia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey. You worry about your wife, I'll worry about mine, okay? okay all right, <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't tell him what to do. He's a brave man. Yeah. Okay, they, let so- me, they let me watch sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so our, our drunk guards are now are now breaking the fourth wall and speaking to the DM directly. I love it. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> all right, so it's no more than a few minutes later that you guys arrive at the headquarters of the Knights of the New Moon. Walking up the wooden steps... Rogar Ragnak turns back to say his final words to the guards. Farewell, guards. These better not be your final words. I still want that head. <laughs> and I'm not talking about sex. <laughs> <laughs> I say I'll return with the head once I'm done. All right. You can meet us at the gate tonight. I don't know if it'll be tonight, but... I just throw up. <laughs> Please. <laughs> uh, can you roll me a constitution check, please? Me? Yeah, of course you're not going to throw up. <laughs> Sorry, I'm drunk. Who hired these guards? It's uh, 13. I mean, yeah, I guess you're intoxicated. You, you, <laughs> you, you don't throw up. You can make yourself throw up, but you just don't, you, you don't throw up naturally. I call the other guard over. Hey, I need a little help. <laughs> Gotta get this ale out. <laughs> okay. I'm just gonna I'm gonna walk in the building. No, you watch this. Watch this. This is a good trick. <laughs> we'll see you later, Bright Lord. <laughs> I okay. walk into Dragonborn. So you begin to walk away as you hear the one guard giving instructions to the other on how to help him throw up. 
In, Here, in take the, my the finger. Words that, the words that you hear from him are... Take off your boot, put it near my nose. That should do the trick. <laughs> okay, so you open the door to the Knights of the New Moon headquarters and close it to the image of the one guard sticking a boot in the other one's face. Who hired up. these guys? God. Yeah, Wait till you meet him. The mayor's got other stuff on his mind right now. Regardless, you are now inside the headquarters to the Knights of the New Moon. Walking, approaching you, is the daughter of Wolfhelm, with her red crimsonish hair, Irina looks to you and says, "So we're just bringing in trash now, are we?" What'd you call me? You're not there. <laughs> I was gonna say something mean, but I'm outside the window. <laughs> I tell her define what trash is, because this is a succubus. Uh, I would pretty much call succubus trash. Yes. Well, I needed to prove that I killed the succubus to everyone here. It's early, but. Wolfhelm will no doubt want to see this. Wait okay. here. So, Irina turns and walks. Her grayish cloak with, like, a steel-colored trim. Kind of the interior of it crimson, kind of billowing as she walks away. A few minutes go by before Wolfhelm, followed by Irina, followed by Wilmond, followed by Groben, and other elite members of the Knights of the New Moon. They all walk following Wolfhelm, and they all kind of line up with Wolfhelm at the center of that very large table. Wolfhelm raises his hand and motions, beckons for you to approach. And then they happy circle you to just start shoving you around. <laughs> no, please. Walk up to initiation. <laughs> I kind of limp over as I'm injured. Ooh, oh my yeah. god. Kind of plant hamming it yeah. up, eh? Sell yeah. it a little bit, eh? <laughs> look, look how hard I, I, I bled for you. <laughs> Groban doesn't deal with that shit. <laughs> it is Wilmond who grabs kind of like a black cloth and lays it out on the table and gestures for you to place the succubus there. I place it there. Place her face up, face down. Ass up. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> you know what? Actually, you're all about women, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Plus, plus one inspiration point. You're playing your character. Oh, Heck yeah. Are you actually placing her ass up, or are you placing her no, face up? No, I'll place her uh, face up. Okay. So Wilmond takes what looks to be a thin metal rod, and he pulls the upper lip back, revealing the uh, the fang teeth of the succubus. He kind of opens one of her eyelids, revealing a very, very black pupil, and obviously the iris. Kind of inspecting further, he, using his fingers, very delicately extends the wings and takes note of them, letting go and then kind of wiping his hands off on his uh, on his pant leg. He looks to Wolfhelm and he says, It's a succubus, all right? High so, five! <laughs> Wolfhelm looks to everyone else, who kind of like nods in approval, and he says, Tell us the story. Oh god, it's a long one. I hope you're ready. We are. <clears throat> Does he want to know, like, the whole story or just the fighting part? <laughs> oh my god. You, only you could make this boring. Look, you just have to imagine that you're telling the guys you want to join their club, right? You want to be seen as courageous. Everyone's got a story as to how they came into the Knights of the New Moon. This story's important, man. Well, one minute I was there. It sound dope. They're going to the be like. I was there. And we we're doing backflips and shit. It was sexy as hell. <laughs> 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 so you're gonna tell your story and then you're gonna roll me a d20 okay okay you, t- you take your time well it started off with me investigating with the homeless people finding information about the succubus and learning details about it as i found out more information i traveled to the bardis estate if you're familiar with it 
They all nod along. They're, they're okay. listening intently at your story. And uh, with the information I gathered, I found Namora in uh, Sir Bardis's estate, and I confronted her there, and with a little bit of help... I gotta tell the truth, right? Yeah. With a little bit of help, I was able to... I did it to, all myself. <laughs> uh, I was able to kill the beast, and it was one hell of a fight. So, Wolfhelm now turns and looks to the member who's standing kind of on the... He's kind of like standing on the, on the edge of the group here, because they're all in a line, right? It's Wilmint, who looks and says, Oh, that's impressive. She was definitely powerful, and she was in her uh, full form as well. Not hidden, Ooh. so she definitely warned him dead. He gets a yes from me. He, I'm in. Well, Don't listen well, to the nerd. No, well, <laughs> hold on now. He's, he's asking kind of the elite members what they think about you, right? He then turns his glance to the member who's standing to the left. Well, you're right, but the left of Wilmond. It's Grobin, the half-orc. <laughs> oh, no, he gets a vote. <laughs> Not this idiot. <laughs> Little bratwurst, you did well, you know? <laughs> I fought one of those when I was seven, and it was a hard battle. I, look, look at this scar on my chest. Just barely healed over, but, you know, I still remember that fight. And for that, I approve of you coming to this guild. I nod to him and I say, I've also got a matching scar on my face. Very pretty. <laughs> Okay, okay, so Groban, uh, resounding yes, and definitely did not fight a succubus at age seven, but who knows? You don't know that. No one knows his true Baxter. So he then turns his glance to his left, your right, and uh, the member standing on the furthermost from him is Galix, the red dragonborn. My boy! Galix looks at you once over and says, what help did you receive? I explained to him, well... I, I just believed in myself, and I did it. <laughs> uh, that would be the Lord, our Savior, Jesus Christ, to help me. <laughs> Amen. Amen. I look to Galix, and I say, uh, well, it was one tough battle, but I couldn't do it by myself. As she was about to kill me, a knight of, uh, well butler slash knight came to my rescue <laughs> yeah he came to my rescue and he saved my life and I owe my I owe my life for it Galix looks to Wolfhelm and then he says she would have killed you then I, I would think so yeah <laughs> probably she's about to give me the last kiss or just a regular kiss or just a yeah regular one <laughs> so Galix looks to Wolfhelm he says he would not have succeeded it's a no from me F you, bro. <laughs> he doesn't want another Dragonborn. I up kicked his, his ass in the ring, and that's how he thanks me. Like, <laughs> okay, standing to his to the left of Wolfhelm is Irina, his daughter. She oh, looks God. you in the eyes for a moment. Well, you, and you look her in the eye, and we kiss. Uh, it's so magical. <laughs> <laughs> in front of her dad. Yeah. Good idea. Am I in yet? <laughs> <laughs> We're dating. I got an auto in, right? <laughs> I'm going to take over the family business. <laughs> hey, Dad. <laughs> no, so Irina looks you up and down, and she says, What weapon did you use to kill this succubus? My fists. <laughs> my head, not going to lie. <laughs> my spear, my shield, and some magic that I know. And you did it without an enhanced weapon. Yep. A tough battle it must have been. That it well, was. Don't interrupt. 
<laughs> she's not she's not real Josh <laughs> don't interrupt her she's beautiful <laughs> she's she loves me Arg. <laughs> Irina looks to Wolfhelm and says I believe he is ready yes thank you I feel like I'm uh, an American Idol <laughs> Right. <laughs> Walking in from the hallway, which is not very well lit, is Oren. Oren has uh, crosses his arms as he approaches the table and says, as he looks to Wolfhelm, "I told you the boy could do it." I take it your answer is yes, then, Oren. No. Oren looks to <laughs> looks to you, Rogar Ragnak, and he says, "You're fucking right. It is." Oh. Wolfhelm looks at Rogar Ragnak and he extends two hands in his two hands there is a cloth which is blue and white and it has silver embroidery of a moon on it the cloth is i don't know no more than five or six inches in width but it's nearly three and a half feet in length he holds it across the table with the succubus lying on it and he says welcome to the guild Let's it. go, baby! <laughs> you can wipe the sweat and blood off your face and say thank you. <laughs> you can have everything but the teeth. I promise the guards. <laughs> no, the whole head. We get the whole head. Don't you forget that tribute score. <laughs> okay, so Rogar Ragnak, you are going to gain 1,000 experience points oh for my. joining successfully the Knights of the New Moon. Wow. You are now a member, which means that in any town or city with a guild hall for the Knights of the New Moon, or with anyone who is pertaining to that guild, you will always have safe lodging, you will always be able to replenish your supplies, find weapons and equipment uh, in whatever capacity they have, and your title will change, obviously. So you're obviously still Bright Lord, and you're still Rogar Ragnak, but you're now Bright Lord Rogar Ragnak of the Order of the New Moon. It's too long. Initiate version. (laughs) In addition to that, you are now able to take on quests from the guild uh, whenever they have threats on the fringes of civilization, inside the cities, anything relating to monsters, monstrosities, aberrations, right? Uh, Fiends or anything like that. That is their specialty. Wolf Helm looks to you and says, Rogar, this ceremonial cloth is the one thing which distinguishes you. As a knight of the new moon, yes, you will wear our armor, perhaps even bear our shield, but those can be forged and faked. Should one of our members fall and their body not retrieved, someone could easily don that armor and impersonate us. This cloth is the only thing which can guarantee to another one of us that you are indeed a knight of our order. Wow. Keep it with you always. I will, and I shake his hand and I thank him. He says, our doors are fully open to you. Information flows forth. Should you need weapons, armor, yes, supplies, yes. or anything of the like, you are always welcome here. Oh Ask him if your friend Tyson can stay over. <laughs> That's a negative. Slumber party! <laughs> oh my god! I've never Tyson, had a house this big. Tyson sets up a drum set with all of the fallen brothers and sister shields. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations, Rogar Ragnak, on completing your downtime. Super cool stuff, man. Was a little worried for you for a second, but... Uh, Me you, too. You, you did it. I'm still worried about you. I did it. I barely did it, but I did it. Yeah. Didn't even get all the votes. Is he really in? Yeah. That Gaelic That's true. You have to get all the votes or you don't get in. It is a majority system, right? So, I mean, 
lame. Damn it. Yeah, so, I should I mean, have said no. <laughs> <laughs> Irina was close, man. Irina might not have given him the vote. Oh, uh, and then what if Grobin said no? <laughs> oh, no. I mean, I was, I, well, I was kind of anticipating Grobin would give him a no. Like, he was too small of a bratwurst, didn't really show his bratwurst <laughs> in this fight. I was expecting a bratwurst-related pun there. <laughs> Will uh, I be a, able to grab armor and weapons, or should I save that for another time? No, I think we can save that for another time. Yeah, you, know, you got a or, whole other episode. What else do you want? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I mean, it, it wouldn't take too long. But I think it would make more thematic sense at the beginning of like the next next episode. Yeah, that's we still true. got Fievel Mausenthrov coming up with some awesome gameplay from his downtime. Gross. I'm excited. I'm right excited to play an NPC. Yeah, at the beginning, <laughs> yeah, the the NPC thing is. I honestly was a little bit concerned about how that was going to go. <laughs> I didn't know if I should give you guys power like that, but it, I mean, you've used it somewhat responsibly. I can't really. Yeah, we complain. we push the we push the plot along. We just <laughs> fuck around while we do it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, weapons, armor, all that kind of stuff can definitely be done in the moments leading up to the next campaign. Okay. Perfect. Cool. All right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to the Dicey D20. It was a pleasure bringing it to you. And like this uh, downtime, this has gone on too long. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, so if you want to check us out on Twitter or Facebook, just type in Dicey D20 Podcast and you'll find us there. Some funny posts, just some new information if that's coming your way type thing. You'll, so if you're kind of looking for that sort of thing, that'll be the place to go. Uh, you could also support us on Patreon uh, if you like what we do and you got some extra moolah kicking around. <laughs> hey, you know what? Let's go to Patreon and... <laughs> Type in Dicey D20 and add us up. These extra, these extra podcasts that Rogar keeps making us do are really setting us back. <laughs> and, I mean, first um, the guy demands an exorbitant amount of money, then it takes way longer to do it. It's like I, the world's worst contractor. I don't understand how he thinks he, he deserves 800 an episode. Like, Jesus. That's cheap. Um, also, if you... Uh, or just want to buy some merchandise from the store that would be at teespring.com slash store slash dicey d20 store and we got some cool t-shirts mugs uh the um tyson mckay t-shirt is the newest thing on there so tyson's your favorite and you want to let your friends know you know what buy a shirt buy a mug show it in their face and be like yeah fievel sucks but not really <laughs> it's actually bastard er, bastard bastard <laughs> actually the bastard <laughs> Oh my gosh, this is the best <laughs> sign-off ever. I love or, it. Or maybe a Travis mug. Travis 4. You could be number 5. Put it on the mug. I don't care. <laughs> no copyrights here. We, don't have yeah, we, should, we should do a Grobin series. We should get Grobin in there. <laughs> we still funny. haven't got uh, Rogar in there yet. Yeah, maybe the line is like, how big is your bratwurst? <laughs> oh, that could be good. Um, regardless, ladies and gentlemen, thanks so much for listening. Uh, whether it was morning, evening, noon, or night... It was a pleasure bringing the Dicey D20 to you. We will see you next time. Maybe. <laughs> no, we're not ending up maybe. <laughs>